This is week five of our common rule. We're just getting started with this week. We're working to understand the use of spiritual disciplines, habits in our life in Christ. Now, each week we've been working to drive our understanding and practice just a little deeper. And we're going to continue that process this week. Now, early on, we learned that old habits can be difficult to break and new ones Well, they form slowly. It takes time and repetition. Here are daily practices. An hour away from media, phones, at least one shared meal, scripture before phone or media, and prayer to punctuate our day. This is February 1st, day 29, Monday, and our morning prayer. And this is Deuteronomy chapter 6. These commands that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands. Bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Now, as we're understanding the use of practices, we remember that God commanded Israel to take his commands, the word that he had given to his people, and to make this word a part of their lives in their homes each day. Now, think about it for a moment. How would they keep the faith alive from generation to generation? At the time, God's presence was located in a tent, the tabernacle. And that tabernacle was in the midst of their encampment. They didn't have weekly worship services as we think of them today. Instead, spiritual life sprang almost completely from life at home. Faith grew in the lives of children as their parents intertwined the word of God into everyday family activities as they took walks, sat at meals, or went about their daily business. The Lord's presence was to be constantly acknowledged. Well, how could they do that? Well, they talked about the Lord. They explained the Word of God, the law of God. They told the stories of their redemption and the mighty acts of God. And they did this with practices similar to the ones in our common rule. Their goals were for first their identity, the identity of their children to be formed around the knowledge of God. Now, this had been the command given to Abraham by the Lord from the very beginning. He said, for I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the ways of the Lord. Genesis 18, 19. You see, the Lord wanted his people to see themselves as his and their very identity as people rooted in him and his promises. And again, this would happen if they were, well, they were always talking about the Lord, always drawing a line from why they did what they did and the word of the Lord. So first, they wanted to see this identity formation directed to God. And second, They wanted to remember the Lord so that they used those life patterns to cultivate lifelong memories about the Lord and all he had done for them. 
You see, it was not enough to receive the word of the Lord. They needed to learn how to pass it across the generations. I think this is our challenge today. How can we ensure that the faith will be alive in 200, 500, or 1,000 years from now if Jesus has not returned? It will likely be through not just a set of ideas, it will be through practices animated by a living faith in Jesus Christ. Now, for the Jewish people, they had the high holy days, the moments when they remember the mighty works of God. Now, followers of Jesus, we have the church year, but not many of us followers of Jesus follow it or use it. So how might you use the power of celebration to remember the grace of Jesus? How can you use the daily prayer and worship to pass on this faith to the next generation? Let's pray together. Faithful Father, you always you always remember your covenant of love. Teach us how to remember Jesus' death until he comes. Remind us each day that we belong to you, that our identity springs from who you are and your love for us. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.